What's up, Johnny Danger? I am. Whoa, did you see that flash of light? Yeah, you got thunderstorms or something? Usually, but we got to, um, I got to shorten this, this wire here. So, uh, it keeps flashing on and off. It should be brighter in here, but it's so good to see, you know, last year when you were on here, I think your interview got the biggest response. And That's awesome. And you can't go by how many views YouTube says, because this goes on a lot of platforms, but a lot of people have my phone number. Too many people. I'm, <laughs> my contacts list is like a New York phone book. And, and I got a lot of a lot of texts. I was kind of uh, pleasantly surprised, you know. A lot of guys, girls and guys, really got a lot out of your testimony. Yeah, I got a bunch of, uh, you know, messages, too, from people who watched it, you know, on my end also, which is, you know. All positive, so that's all that matters, you know. As long as, as, long as um, you know, uh, my hope is just people, you know, you hear, hear my story and you know, and take something away from it. If somebody struggle, you know, was struggling, or you know, that there is hope, you know, there's, there's, it's, it's never hopeless. There's, well, there's always a. Um, hey, Lisa and Jr. It really helped a lot of people. And uh, if I get you at, at that Palooza thing, which is practically yeah. my house, later on in the summer, I could maybe I could just show you on my phone some of the messages you got if they're still there. <laughs> Every okay. now, my cloud will run out of room, and if anybody's tried to email me to be on the show and I ignored you, my iCloud didn't work all this week. Then pop 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 pop, all these came on here. Before we get going, real good. I'd like to advertise my son's first novel is called Stork and come out right before COVID. But he knew all about, I mean, he's got COVID all, I mean, he didn't call it COVID, but it's a dystopia book. It's a pro-life book. It's not religious, but it's got a theme to it. And then he's got another book called The Shriving Place, which is about a guy like you, Joe, a big, big gnarly guy that uh, found out he, what this guy does in the book, the striving place is he stalks and K I L L S. I don't want to say the word it affects the algorithm, but he takes out pervert priest. Okay. Called the striving place. That's, that's what they used to call the confessional booth. So that book, yeah. and that by my son, <clears throat> Edwards, you can go to Amazon or anywhere and Google it. Also, we've got a tip jar on PayPal and a PayPal link. If this show is blessing you in any way, feel free. Feel free. Joe, how how in the world do we take this beautiful faith that we have, Catholic faith, and live it through this crazy life? What's the secret? Well, I'll tell you. I have a, a, a unique experience due to my struggle in the past with alcohol and, you know, addiction, alcoholism, and you learn a lot uh, going through the programs, 12-step programs and, and other therapy, you know, another type of 
group therapy, individual therapy, and everything else. And I've said for a long time that, um, number one, I think the 12 steps aren't, aren't just for addicts. They can be used in anybody's life if they're struggling with stuff, um, have um, issues with um, unhealthy attachments and, and other things. And uh, anybody can go online and look up the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, and they'll be able to to see the steps. And I'm not going to get into that now because we only got so much time. That could be another uh, show, actually. Um, but one-step program to get off alcohol. I passed out drunk on a family vacation. I was about 55 pounds heavier than I am now. I was fat. And I had taken a bottle similar to this this um, crystal day and filled it up with either rum or vodka, something clear, tequila. I think tequila is my favorite. And we're sitting on family vacation all on this big giant sofa, the whole family having a great time. And I'm just sipping and watching a movie. The next thing I know, it's the next day and I'm tucked in on that sofa and I got a blanket, but it's come down and my belly's hanging out from the from the blanket. I mean, it's disgusting. And I woke up, it was about 11 o'clock, and they left me a note. We didn't want to bother you. We're at the beach. Then I found out that my beautiful young daughter-in-law had tucked my naked ass in bed, drunk. And it humiliated me. And when I got so over my whole family, you will never see me drunk or fat again. And that's been couple two or three years ago so go ahead joe oh um but there's there's a saying in in recovery is i didn't have a drinking problem i had a thinking problem Hmm. and going through those programs doing the 12 steps uh and reading and and just and and a bunch of other um things that go along with it you learn to change your life you have to think about everything completely different. And when it comes to other issues in life, not just with alcohol or drugs or gambling, whatever your addiction is, you learn to apply those steps and those lessons to other things. Because what you're trying not to do is put yourself in a, state of mind that will put you back into that depression or anxiety or whatever was causing you to use that substance to escape. So it, you know, it teaches you how to deal with life and to prioritize things. So what, um, well, how about we start off with a prayer? And this prayer is, is the basis of, uh, it's, it's short, it's sweet, and I'm sure everybody's heard it. It's said by millions of people every day. I say it every night before I go to bed. So, yeah, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, uh, Lord God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Mm-hmm. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Charles and Rhonda and Teresa. What was that? I was just saying hi to our guests or sign, saying oh, hi. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so 
that simple prayer, if you break it down, it, it, it tells you how to weed through the craziness that goes on in our lives. You know, we got craziness in our church. We got craziness in our politics. We got craziness at work. We got craziness in our family. You know, we're always going to have issues. You know, life isn't peaches and cream. You know, we're going to get that when we get to heaven, hopefully. But if you, if you listen to that prayer, you know, accept the things I cannot change. So what does that mean? Well, I can't save the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to stop the president of the United States from making some law or some, you know, other thing. So why should I worry about it and let it upset me, make me sick, upset, you know, affect my life? It's priorities. And the next part is the courage to change the things I can't. So what can, let's just stay on that topic of uh, politics. What can I do? Well, I could vote. I can write letters. You know, uh, I could... Well, everybody's different, whatever they want to do. Some people, they don't want to do nothing. You can go protest. Uh, today was the Right for Life March in Washington, D.C. Um, so we're praying for all those people, you know, that went to the march today. They, they get a safe trip home. It was snowing. So, and I know a bunch of people that went down for that. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's things you can effectively do, but you have to realize that the limitations that you're you're in and once you can prioritize and and balance you know those things you're gonna be you're gonna have some more serenity in your life it's not perfect it's not the cure-all end-all but as a it's just a you know simple three three sentence prayer that is more has more in it than you know the longest you know litany or chaplet or whatever, you know, in there. And the last line is the wisdom to know the difference. So, and, and sometimes that just takes, you know, um, sitting in prayer, you know, you, you talk about how you haven't gone to adoration yet. Now I go a couple of times a week. Um, it's, it, it was a, and, I, and if anybody hasn't seen our, our, the video we did last year, uh, you will probably put the, link in the description i'm sure and they can go back and watch that but adoration when i came out of my um drunken stupor and and got clean adoration was one of the biggest things that helped me i say it's one of the things that saved my life because me sitting in front of jesus exposed in the blessed sacrament there's an accountability there you can sit on your couch and pray. You can go out to the park or the woods and you can pray. And that's great. That's, that's fine. You know, meditation and, and, and all that. But our human, weak human fallen minds have the tendency to try to justify things. You know, well, you know, I only did it this, you know, one time. It's not that bad, you know, but it's still a sin technically. But when you're sitting there looking at Jesus, because we believe as Catholics that that is Jesus physically present right there in front of us, just like when we receive communion. 
uh, excuse my language, but you can't bullshit him then when he's in front of you. And there's an accountability there where you can't make excuses because you'll sit there and you'll just be like, like, this is yes, God, you know, you can't lie to him. <laughs> you know, it's just plain and simple. So, um, and when I'm in those spaces, that's when sometimes that I can have the noise of the world out. There's no TV. My kids aren't, you know, beating each other with a, you know, with a ball bat and, you know, the phone's ringing and everything else. And you can process what, what those priorities, you know, what, what is, what can I do about this? You know, what can't I do about this and, and accept it? I mean, here, I, I, I got a little, little something here that I uh, wrote down because, and, and let's just put this, and it just kind of puts things into perspective of the average person's daily life and how much you don't realize that things that you do, things that you watch, things that you read can affect your mental health and your spiritual health. Absolutely. So, you know, you get home from work, you have dinner, and uh, you sit down in front of the TV, you put your legs up, and you click on, all right, let me see what happened today, and you turn on the news. Hey, here we go, the news forecaster. Oh, there's hurricanes in Florida. Uh, snow is blanket in the Northeast. Tsunami just took out California. Mm -hmm. On to other news. There's war in the Holy Lands, bombing in Yemen. Russian and Ukraine cancel their anniversary soccer match due to escalating uh, tensions. Uh, the president dropped his vanilla chocolate chip cone. Now the Republicans are calling for impeachment for ice cream crimes and misdemeanors. <laughs> well, let's discuss this, folks. And here now you're in front of a panel. Well, you know the president's insane. Well, well you're a racist. Well, you're a snowflake. <clears throat> Excuse me. My kids are laughing in the room. I can hear them. <laughs> All right, and we'll be back after, we'll be back after a commercial break. Uh -huh. uh, but the world banks are collapsing. You need to buy gold to secure yourself. Where's your financial future? You want to know if you're going to heaven? Buy this book. Having intimacy problems? Take this pill. If you can't sleep on your stomach for more than four hours, seek a physician. Side effects uh -huh. include dizziness, nausea, headache, weakness in the ankles. Brain freezes, shakiness, weight gain, weight loss, inability to digest broccoli, depression, anxiety, and insanity. But don't worry, we have pills for that too. <laughs> all right, I'm going to turn the TV off. So now what do I do? I pick up my phone, you know, all right, I'm going to go on, you know, Insta X book. And all right, here we go. All right. Oh, here's my sports group. Oh, look, the, the Giants beat the Cowboys. Uh, Jerry Jones fires the, the entire... Cowboys organization. <laughs> Alabama's head coach leaves. The entire state shuts down for three weeks in the morning. Crowd <laughs> confused after man and woman after a man in a woman's swimsuit breaks the women's swimming world record. Uh, all right, let me get rid of that. That's too much. And my my wife comes in. She says, "Oh, honey, what do you want for dinner?" So I say, "Okay, I'm going to go uh, check for a recipe uh, uh, in the recipe group." Here we go. Uh, chicken franchise. That looks okay. Um, the greening plants, uh, I don't know. Oh, here's, here's a nice one. You know, grandma's meatloaf with homemade beef gravy with baked macaroni and cheese. Oh, this is awesome. Let me see if there's any reviews on this. Oh, it's 
Yeah, just like grandma made it. This is super easy to follow. Uh, this is discriminatory. Why don't they have a vegan version of this meal? Uh, I don't get it. All right, uh, uh, one more try. I'm going to go to my Catholic group. Here we go. That's got to be the best, right? Uh, that'll keep my head calm. It's your All right. Uh, all right. Well, wow. Life is on St. Valentine's Day this year. That's interesting. I never had that before. Should I get her chocolates or a can of tuna fish? I'm not sure. All right. Look, look, the saint of the day is uh, oh, St. Bernard. That's pretty cool. He was up in the Alps. And did this. Oh, they named the dog after him. That's pretty neat. Oh, and uh, let's see. Uh, Pope allows homosexuals to be blessed. The church is doomed. Oh. Pope allows pastoral blessings to promote inclusiveness among its membership. What the heck? Oh, let's see the comments here. Oh, Pope Francis is the anti-Pope. Oh, no, Francis is all about love. Well, you're a trad. Well, you're a Novos, Novo Ordis loving snowflake. Oh, no, yeah, the Novus Ordo is invalid. Oh, the Latin Mass, that's just for right-wing lovers of history, rigid Catholics. Oh, I can't deal with this anymore. What's this? Oh, wait, notification for YouTube. Oh, this guy Joe's going to be on Catholics for Ednicks. I hear he's a pretty smart, handsome guy. Let's check this out. <laughs> so I know that's silly, you know, and whatever, but is, is that not pretty much what happens? Yeah. When you sit down in front of the TV, you open yep. up your phone, you're looking at your social media. So now what do we do? We got, uh, it's going nuts right now with this Pope blessing uh, this, the Pope's, you know, they shouldn't be blessing that. It's all confusion, you know. And people, you know, they're they're getting so upset, and they're they're getting themselves up in a frenzy over over these issues. Now, what can I do? Now, I, I'm not going to get into the politics of my politics or this and that, you know. Um, oops, sorry, but realistically, how's the Pope hurt me? You know what? I get up, I get up every morning. I say my prayers. I do what I got to do during the day. Um, I come home at night, you know, I go to church, I do my adoration, I go to my Knights of Columbus meetings, I take my boys to baseball practice, you know, I do military ministry meeting, I you know, go donate my time at the food pantry, hit mass on Sunday, hit my holy days of obligation. Did anything the Pope just do stop me from doing any of those? Does that change anything? No, it, it doesn't. We're, we've had good popes, we've had bad popes, and the vast majority of our popes are just okay popes. You know, you just hear about the bad ones because they, they get all the, the fancy um, uh, sensuality and, and, you know, popes in the past who had uh, wives and, you know, side pieces and everything else, you know. That makes for great, you know, Netflix series and, and other things. But the majority of the popes, they were just, you know, good popes. And and the church has been around for 2,000 years. It's never ended. It's had its schisms. It's had its this. The church isn't, isn't going to fall apart. That's, it, may be, it may get messed up. It may take some bruises, and it is. It's been messed up since Jesus was still on the earth. He had a crooked 
a racist, Simon the Canaanite. He had the Sons of Thunder, James and John. He had Peter that was, uh, it was a mess then. Well, and, and, and God, if God wanted the church to be perfect, he would have left Jesus on earth. Yeah. He would have, because, but no, he left it in human hands. Right. Knowing, knowing that we're screwed up, you know, and look at Peter. I mean, Peter's one of the biggest screw ups, you know, in the Bible there. Yeah. But Jesus still made him the rock. He, he you know, yeah, he could, Andrew was his, his brother, Peter's brother, Andrew, was the first apostle. He, Andrew's the one who went and told Peter about Jesus. But he didn't pick Andrew. He was just because he was the first, you know, he didn't pick another one because he was, the, he didn't pick his, 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 his beloved John to be, no, he picked Peter because he was flawed. And he, he, he knew that that's what, you know, we, we need, we needed at that time. He picked so, a called rock, which is immovable. And he was mm -hmm. the first one. And, yeah, and I, I don't want to hear this uh, stuff about it's you know it means pebble, you know. It, I'm sure you've heard the the you know. I've heard everything you can hear, but you know, yeah. warming his hands at the fire with the servant girl denying Jesus while yeah. Jesus is beat down. He, yeah. was, but he was he was worried about staying warm by the fire yeah. while Jesus was getting hammered. But well, God, and then. And then when Peter wanted to leave Rome and, you know, he met Jesus on the way out there and, and he realized, hey, wait, no, I screwed up that time. You know, there, there's a reason, there's a reason for everything, you know, you have to, you know, just, just like I did with, with, with my life, you know, I had to hit rock bottom. I had to hit, you know, go through those lows mm -hmm. to learn from, you know, and appreciate and, and to, and to, and to get better. So, and, and, and the same thing, like I said, I mean, it's not just with the, with the church, but it's, it's also with politics, you know, I mean, it's, it, you can use that same theories, you know, it's like really, and I, I don't, I, I'm not telling people to shut their TVs off and not go on their, their phones, but it's so easy to get caught in a trap. Uh, you know me, my, you know, my friends know me. I'll debate anybody and everything. I'll debate you on a topic that I agree with yeah. opposite just to, right. not because you're wrong, but because I want you to strengthen your argument. You know, don't make false claims to, to make your, even though I agree with you, don't make false claims to make your argument better, you know? Right other does that he'll argue you, any point I take even if he's more into it than me mm -hmm. all in he's still going to fight me to the death he'll argue again way. well that's because I, I you know I probably you know they used to have the office the devil's advocate you know in the church you know and it was it was to basically disprove miracles you know disprove them to prove them you know that's what the whole point was you know and um, you know, that whole term devil's advocate means, you know, yeah, but you have to do that in your own head too. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're, if you're going to, and if you're going to defend our faith, 
you know, to, to other people, whether it be another religion, Protestants, whatever. You may be right in, in what you believe and what you're saying, 100% right. But if you don't think about it from their point of view, two things. Number one, you won't have charity and compassion towards them. Even though they may be wrong, you're not going to change their minds by being cruel or witty or put them down or make them feel stupid. So you got to think about where they're coming from because it may not be their fault. You know, if, 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 if you're grown up in a, in a different religion or a different life circumstance, and that's all you've been taught and all you know, you can't, you can't knock them for that. You know, so you got to like, you know, have a little, little compassion towards them. The second thing is, if you do get one of those witty uh, jerks who think they know everything about, you know, Catholics, you know, well, you know, we we know, we see it all the time on, on online and other things, you know, we worship Mary and we do all this stuff, which is totally ignorant. But a lot of them know that, but they you know, they can't get themselves to leave their faith to come to the one true faith, you know? So they have to insult or, or use false stuff. And, but they also do that to try to get people to believe in them better. <coughs> so you have to, you have to think about what they're going to come at you with. So you can do your own research and in defense of, you know, you can't just say the Catholic church is the one true church. And then, and, and then somebody says, why? Well, well, because, you know, I don't know, that's the way I was brought up and taught, you know, or that's what my pastor said. It's not going to work, you know. Um, so, yeah. And, yeah, just be prepared. And the, and the other thing, too, is I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one more thing, and then we can go back and forth a little bit, um, is – there's a lot of, and, and on YouTube right here and, and on other platforms, there's a lot of talking heads. And there's a lot of people out there that are out there for their clicks and their likes and because and they want their, you know, popularity uh, to rise and their money to increase or sell more books or just, you know, inflate their own ego a little bit more. And it's on both sides. There, there's, there's, you know, you got rad, you know, you got rad trads and then you, you know, you got, you know, super liberal, you know, uh, snowflakes, whatever you want to call them. You know, that's, that's just the terms I'm throwing out that they use on both sides. It's, it's not just one or the other. And it's very easy to listen to certain people and they sound great. Like, yes. That is, you know, that, that that's what's happening. And yeah, that, that is what the church teaches. But some of them, like, leave, you know, leave out, you know, the other part of maybe the line of scripture or the thing from the catechism that they're, that they're citing from. And they pick and choose those, you know, kind of like Protestants do to us with the scripture, with their sola scriptura, you know, they, they pick and choose certain parts of the, the New Testament and the, and the Gospels to preach, but they leave out, you know, you know, other parts, you know, um, like, you know, 
faith alone, but uh, then someone say faith and works, you know, uh, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you will, you know, they, they don't, they don't cover those scriptures throughout the year when they're preaching, you know, they just leave that out. So, but the same thing, Catholics, Catholics who have an agenda will do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I suggest, you know, you, that's okay. <clears throat> you may you be a trad. Get it you up. may be a trad. You may be a trad, and you listen to your trad guys, or you may be, you know, uh, think Father uh, Martin, um, you know, is right, and you listen to those type of people, and there's some truth probably in both of them, mm-hmm. and if you probably took half of what one is saying and half of what the other is saying and put it together and you might find actually where, where the truth is. So yeah. I listen to pod, you know, podcasts or, or shows that I don't agree with because I want to hear what they're saying. But hey, I also... You brought up Father James Martin. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, a guy that worked for him in the ministry has been has been on this you know been on my channel before mike lewis he's got a podcast on the website called where peter is that's the name of it, where peter yeah. is. and i met when all that stuff about pachamama blew up yeah. so sound right and I ran across his website and saw a whole different side of that story a completely different side that the media was completely ignoring. Hey, Ricardo <laughs> and Kalen. So uh, anyhow, I got to know him a little bit. He used to work for Father James Martin in some capacity. I forget how it is. But he's not some, this guy, Mike, he's not some liberal snowflake or not. I mean, he's just like talking to you or Lindsay or somebody. Yeah. So I called him the other day. I said, I want to get Father James Martin to come on my little humble YouTube channel, Captain's Rednecks. But I'm afraid of project because when he sees the name of it, Redneck, he's mm-hmm. going to the worst. But the reason I want him on the show is I want to hear from the horse's mouth. Yeah. I don't want to hear what the <laughs> said he believes. And I don't want to see a half quote or a sound bite. Uh, I don't want to, I know what people says he says. But the couple of times I've listened to him, I haven't heard him say anything that bothered me. Now, I haven't listened to him much, but I want to invite him on on the show, Father James Martin, to tell me what, you know, why is everybody after you? Tell me. You know? I can't help you with that because he's blocked me on Twitter and Facebook, so I'm, he, 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 he don't like me. Yeah, <laughs> like four I'm, years I'm, ago, I got blocked by him. <laughs> I've been blocked by Taylor Marshall, so, you know, I know the feeling. Yeah, well, I tell you, there was there was a lot of YouTube channels that I used to. This is, you know, over the past couple of years that I have unsubscribed to, um, mm-hmm. because again, there's a there's 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 truth in there, but there's a lot of noise and there's a lot of, um, like I said, depending on who you're listening to, just misinformation. I mean, it is misinformation. I right. tell you, it, you know. So, like I said, I listen to both sides. But another thing, even if people I like, like I got to be listening to you, 
Um, I could be listening to uh, other uh, Catholic priests or deacons or television shows that I, I, 90% of the time I, you know, agree with, but sometimes I hear something, you know, I, I don't agree with that. But unless you're listening to like Father Gerald Murray, who's like a canon lawyer in, um, yeah, he's a priest out of New York. He's, he's on, um, uh, what's that, World Over on EWTN a lot. He's the papal posse. He's very, a very smart man. He knows his stuff. I, I, I like him a lot. So I pretty much trust his, uh, you know, words. But if you're listening to somebody, you know, or you're not too sure about, I think, especially if there's some uh, newer Catholics here, there's, there's, a, there's a couple books, other than the Bible, obviously, and make sure you're getting the Catholic, you know, version of that Bible. And, you're, you know, you can go to your parish, ask your priest or deacon there, they say, you know, what are the good translations that I should get, you know, because I like the Dewey Reams, but that's also very, it's a translation from a couple hundred years ago, so it's a little hard, it's a little rough read. There's other ones that are easier to read, but you got to find the, the good translations because, like, you know, it's some of them are just one step away from the King James and, and other things, too. So the other book you got to get is this one. Is that backwards on your screen? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Get one of these. You know, get a bookmark, get some page inserts, because this, you go to the, you know, you go to the index, you go to whatever. You have a question about something, you know, it's like having a dictionary, you know, or an encyclopedia. You know, because I keep a big dictionary, too, because I love words. So if I hear a word, I'm like, what is that? You know, I, I like looking up. Same thing here. And another one, too, and I'm getting, this is a plug for a book for uh, people I know. My former pastor um, at my church, um, he's, he has a show on EWTN called uh, Web of Faith 2.0. And him and his best friend uh, do the show together. And... Um, He's now at the Josephia Mountain, Ohio, um, at the seminary there, teaching. And that's where, you know, we were, we, we, it was hard to lose him, but we knew his best place is teaching the new priest coming up, you know, because he's, he's really solid and real, real down to earth. But the two of them wrote. Uh, I read that book one. Right here. Okay, yeah. well. I read it. Two of the authors, Father Ken Briganti and Father John Tregilio, um, are the authors. One was my former pastor and um, the other father, uh, John, he would come on weekends and stuff up from, he's a, he's teaching in Mount St. Mary seminary in Emmitsburg. Um, you know, to hang out with his best friend. They were, they were ordained within the same year. They both served actually a mass with Pope John Paul II when they were candidates for uh, um, their ordination. And he's, he's still, he, uh, you'll see them. They'll do mass, uh, you know, like, uh, Father Leonard does mass, you know, in the morning, you know, the, the other Franciscans there, but then if, pre, if other people. He's coming on too. He's coming over mm -hmm. here to be on. Yeah. Oh, good. It warms up a little. We've had nothing but ice here for about a week. He's coming on as well. Yeah. The kids, the kids didn't have school today. We had snow a couple inches today. They could have gone to school, but they, you know, everything's a CYA these days. So you, know, you get like two inches, but, um, yeah, so if anybody doesn't know, this book is great. It's got, it's kind of like taking this and 
you know, dumbing it down, but it's not, it's actually, there's, it's not dummy. I mean, don't take the title for, you know, what it is. If you ever read any of these books, they're not like that, but it really kind of breaks it down into different things. And this is actually, um, this is five of one because they did other books. So the Catholic for dummies, Catholic mass for dummies, saints for dummies, women in the Bible for dummies, uh, Pope John Paul II for dummies. Um, and you can get that on Amazon. And they wrote a couple other books together, and um, they've done a bunch of shows on the UWT. But what's funny is Father John Tregilio, I had seen him on EWTN doing Mass in the Morning. And he's got a very distinct voice, and uh, he's from Pennsylvania, Italian, he's, he's Italian, he's just got this down-to-earth and, and just distinct voice. And I, I remember... One of the first masses we went to at our parish when we moved here, I'm sitting there and I'm talking to Chris. Oh, that's nice too. Uh, I have, uh, I'm not allowed to buy books anymore. She froze my Amazon account buying books uh, for the next like year and a half. Eric's got the answer right there. there. There's people asking you questions about the difference between the white and the green catechism. Well, uh, the, the green is a new one, but the white, I have the white somewhere too. It's actually the same thing. It's just, this is the bigger print. This has like the bigger print. You there's also, there's also is a, oh, that was during JP2's, um, yeah. uh, uh, papacy. Benedict. Uh, but, yeah, oh, that Benedict was, uh, Benedict is probably, you know, I, I've, I've had three popes. I was born, John Paul II was, uh. John Paul II was um, Pope when I was born in 1980, giving that away. But and so I've had John Paul, Benedict, and and now Francis. Um, so we're, we're living. You know, my life is completely different than most. The rest of the history of papacy because the popes were coming left and right because they're all old and you know and this and that. But people are living longer now. Mm-hmm. Um, but John Paul, uh, John Paul. Picked Benedict to be basically his right. He wanted him as his right hand man, in charge of, um, you know, the, the doctrine of the church and everything. Because he knew he was brilliant. That man was brilliant. Yeah. And you know, John Paul had a, a, a little left leading there going on too. But um, he wasn't great. I mean, there's criticism. You can have criticism of him. That people, you know, are going to do it. And and some are justified. Some are not. You know, but. Um, he wanted him there to keep him kind of in check. So like, you know, he wanted the smartest guy in the room. So if he had questions or was thinking about doing something, you know, he would be, and that's, you know, of course he was instrumental in that. And also Pope Benedict, he told him no at first, back in when he first became Pope and he had to like ask him again, you know, and he finally said, okay, I'll serve the Pope. But he just wanted to like, you know, go retire at a, at a college or whatever and write some books and do some research because that's, you know, genius. And I got a couple of his books too, and they're, they're great. Another one is introduction to, to introduction to Christianity. Uh, Pope Benedict wrote, he wrote it in the sixties when he was Cardinal, but what's great about like uh, Joseph Ratzinger or Pope Benedict and another one of my, I, I want to say I idolize, but because that's the, a no-no word in our faith. But you know, you get what I'm saying. Um, really look up to is Fulton J. Sheen, uh, and with his ro- with his robe. Oh, and his cape. oh yeah, yeah, his, his his Superman cape. Yeah, 
uh, not just well, his TV shows are great, and that's how I get introduced to him and see him reruns of stuff. But like movies, it's like it's a movie. He's acting like a cardinal in the movies. They're so theatrical. You know, he. I love listening to him. Hey, let my dog out. Sure. I'll just uh, sit here and look pretty. I'm back. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah like that was part of that was part of his persona. You know, uh, you know, you know. He he won he won. I, I at least won maybe two Emmys for that show. Could you imagine the Catholic winning an Emmy today? There's no way that would ever happen. You know, first of all, it wouldn't be on air. But yeah, he 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 won Emmys for that. Uh, he did, but he also had a, a extensive radio program because back then radio was still really you know not everybody had TVs. But his books, he's got a ton of books out, and uh, I suggest his autobiography. Uh, if you want to read about him and just his life, is it's amazing. The guy was an amazing man. But uh, going back to the introduction to Christianity is by uh, uh, Pope Benedict. And it's a, it's a really good read. And, and I haven't gotten through it all the way yet. But it, it, it goes through, like, you know, the Apostles' Creed and, you know, the, the Nicene Creed, you know, and all that. And how, what each of those things actually mean, you know, to us as a, as a Catholic, you know, we say it every Sunday, you know, at church, but do we ever think about it while we're saying it, you know, uh, same thing with other prayers and, and that's okay. I'll tell you, Joe, I got a comment on, I don't know, his YouTube, Instagram, where a guy said, where does the Nicene Creed say, or the Apostles Creed say that he died for our sins? You know, here's a Protestant and he threw that at me. How come the Apostles' Creed or the Nicene Creed does not say that Jesus died for offense? And I said, well, to me it does, because when it says for his for our sakes, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, it's self-evident. Yeah. I found out there is a creed that the church recites once a year. I forget the name of it, but it's on some oddball Sunday mm -hmm. here that's very detailed about that. Oh, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, where we go into we go into a profession of our faith. It's like almost well, it's like redoing our baptismal vows type type of thing. Eric Creed, I think it starts with the A. Eric probably knows Eric down there. Eric Redneck. Yeah, if anybody, if anybody, could, I can't think of it right now. Yeah. Um but there's you know something I found out when you're talking to people that are anti-Catholic. There's always an answer that they don't know. Um, tonight, I don't, right before I got on here, someone was trying to, uh, on YouTube, talking about the faith and works deal. And they reminded mm -hmm. me a few minutes ago that, um, they want to point out this scripture, but hide these over here. Mm -hmm. He's talking about how us Catholics only talk about works. And I said, well, you know, Jesus talked about works as well. You look at Matthew chapter 25, verse 19 to the end of the chapter. Romans 2, 6 through 8, uh, Ephesians 2, 10, you know, you're right. You got you to gotta eat your meat and your vegetables. Yeah. You know, together, you can't push this pile of scriptures away and just focus. I, I, the thing I like about the Catholic Church is they take the full menu, and it is what it is. And, and another beautiful thing about the Catholic Church is, you know, you, you hear the other, the, the, the Protestants complain that, you know, Catholics don't read the Bible, you know, they, you know, 
And you know what? I, I envy, and I think, I personally, I think converts to the Catholic faith, you know, Protestant converts, I love them because they're like my go-to of like, oh, you know, I know the scripture in my head, you know? And I'm like, I, I, you know, I know it. And I'm like, you know, so you, you, you rattle off that, that, that line of scripture, whatever. And they're like, Oh, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yes, thank you. You know, it's like, so it's a huge, like, you know, that, and, and that's great to have that. But the thing is, and, and a lot of people, even Catholics, some Catholics don't realize that the Bible is in every mass you go to. The mass itself is straight out of the Bible. The things said in the Eucharistic prayers, the whole thing, it's all from Scripture. It's, it's that story. The, 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 during the consecration, the priest is speaking Jesus' words. And last time I checked, you know, daily mass, we have, you know, we have a reading and a gospel. Uh, Sundays we have two readings in the gospel. Every mass we have the psalms we're, we're, we're singing. So, and and I, I forget if it's three years or four years, but every you know three years or four years, is it yeah. three? Three, yeah, three. The whole Bible. If you go to mass every day, right. you'll you'll get through the whole Bible. Well, then they'll say, but now, that's technically not true. You didn't read every word of the Bible. Yeah, you're right. Because sometimes in between stories, there's a lot of, you know, flip-flop that means absolutely nothing. So, yeah, those exact words weren't read, you know, but the whole Bible is read through those, through those three years. Um, I've learned more about scripture as a Catholic than I did as a Protestant. Looking back at 40 years as a Protestant, there was a lot of soundbite theology, if that makes sense. No, you, you absolutely make sense, Teresa. Because that's what they do. Like we were just saying, they pick and choose to move forward their their justification of their beliefs, um, or they they pick and choose to make to counter our uh, beliefs, or just to move their own agenda. I mean, you know, unfortunately, uh, when you have a uh, a system where Anybody can go online and get a piece of paper saying they're a reverend of the uh, universal whatever church of uh, this and rent the storefront and put a sign out front saying I'm a church. Yeah. You're going to you're going to get what you get. And like I say, 2000 years and I'm going to trust the fact that we have a we had a we have and had a system put in place. You know, we had the magisterium, and some of the smartest people on earth through those through those times. You know, you have Ignatius and Augustine and 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 many others. And in modern times, we have Benedict and you know and and Fulton Sheen and others who 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 know the scripture and they know the interpretations that. I'm going to go with uh, their interpretation over uh, how I, you know, just because uh, I feel it says this or says that, because you can go, I can go, I mean, there's probably five other, right in my little town of 4,000 people, there's probably five, you know, my Catholic church, 
and there's probably five or six other, there's a Baptist, there's a Pentecostal, there's a Presbyterian. There's a couple others too that are, like I said, new water, uh, uh, life giving, whatever. So I'm, you know, whatever the name is. <laughs> I bet you, you go every Sunday, go to one of those churches and you're going to hear a different <coughs> interpretation of that story and that scripture. You're right. You go, to a, you go to a Catholic church, every church in this country has the same exact reading in every church at every one of those masses. How's there no Tell me that that's not, you know, what, what are you going to go with, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's just silly. And, you know, I want to say one other thing about us, um, you know, navigating our faith through all the noise. You know, you get, you're getting blasted out from within. You're getting blasted out from outside. It's okay to not know all the scriptures. It's okay to not know all the rules of the church. A lot of us, because uh, I'm a cradle Catholic, so I went to Catholic school in my all uh, 11 years or whatever I went. Mm-hmm. If someone says that line to me, I automatically shut off and I'm like, forget it, because so did I. And you know what? I didn't learn diddly squat of what I probably should have learned because of the changes the church made after Vatican II to catechism and, or lack thereof catechism. And, you know, um, Jesus, you know, basically treating Jesus like he was a hippie and uh, Jesus was not a hippie. St. Francis was not a hippie, you know? Yeah. Everybody loves to talk about the love, your neighbor as you, you know, yourself. And that is one. I, I live that way and everything else, but, Oh, we're not supposed to judge others. Well, you're right. You're not supposed to judge them by what they look like or where you think they're coming from. You're not supposed to make assumptions about people. Or if you see them wearing a certain clothes, assume that they're a certain way or they're ignorant or whatever. But if someone makes a sin, sins in front of you or, uh, the, yeah, that's the judging you're doing, you know. And And it's not just judging. We're going to pray for them that they go to confession and they learn from those sins. And there is, there is people forget about that part of, you know, it's the tough love. Well, people forget the tough part, you know, and, and um, that's the way I grew up. Uh, and it, and the mass was very watered down and it was the same type of thing. You know, nobody talked about sin. I don't remember if I ever even heard the word hell in a, in a homily back then, you know, it was just not, to, you know, it, those things weren't talked about and, and it's a shame. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that I, my experience has been different, but you know, there's, um, that there's over a thousand churches where I live in my town. You can go to hundreds of them. Never hear. I've gone to Protestant churches that heard there's no hell. There's no Satan. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a, is you know, it's the eggplant. What happens if I throw a hammer at my TV? What will happen? Well, eggplant, it could ricochet and hit you in the forehead and kill you, or it could destroy your TV. Um, depends on the kind of hammer, the velocity, the angle, and the type of TV that you have. Will it shatter? 
Does it have that stuff from the factory where it will not shatter like a windshield? Um, there's a number of things, but it probably won't be working tomorrow when you turn on your favorite cartoons. What do you think, Joe? Well, I, yeah, I think so too. And uh, I, I, I think we there, there was a guy with a hammer back in the uh, 1500s that really uh, screwed things up for us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they call him the heretic with the hammer, right? I think that's what one of his nicknames is. Well, uh, um, I saw where Eric, the moderator, hid somebody. Somebody want to ask you a question about Catholicism, and uh, Eric uh, held the question, I guess, till we could get to it. Um, if Eric's still there, Eric's in Kansas. He's a good guy, and I'm glad he showed up for work tonight. It's hard to keep up with the comments and questions, you know. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to cut you off, and I don't see some of them, but Ted asked something a few minutes ago. Uh, AJ, big thanks to John for his channel because it helped me as a cradle Catholic do not go through the motions and dig deeper into my faith and love convert zeal. Yeah, yeah I like I guess, reverts too like that. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I never left the Catholic faith, but I was drunk, so I wasn't really following anything during those years, you know, yeah. but I, 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 I still throughout all the time. I still, you know, in my heart was a Catholic. I just was not a good one. And, um, but I still never felt, I did start, you know, looking at other churches like, Oh, and then, you know, you see like, uh, this JM lady on TV and JO on TV and man, they're, they're, they're preachers. That sound great. Mm -hmm. You come to find out there's no sub. It's all motivational speaking, and, okay. and you know you can listen to Tony Robbins, and you know, but so you know, but it's easy to fall into that stuff because, and um, that, again, that goes back to my point before. Do your research. You know, just don't blindly listen to somebody because I fell into that trap a couple of times where it's like this guy sounds great, and I'm talking Catholic, you know. Um, and the more I listened to it, uh, the more, you know, I was like, eh, this is kind of sketchy. You know what I mean? Or, and, and it helped me learn more. It helped me learn better. But I'll tell you who I listen to a lot. The God man. I got, you can go to YouTube and pull up the four gospels to rain with rain in the background or music. Mm -hmm. Jesus talk. Yeah. And you know, straight up, just listen to them. And I go to mass. I do my daily readings if I don't forget. And I kind of stay away from most stuff. And like you say, you get home from work. And what I used to do, we I'd get home from work. My wife, too. We'd flip Fox News on. Mm -hmm. We did for years and years. And I wouldn't do nothing but get mad as F. <laughs> I'd get so mad. And I get even madder looking at CNN, but I, it took me a while to learn both feeding their audience exactly what's going to make their audience matter to turn in, to tune in. Well, yeah, yep. and same thing, same thing on Facebook or, or, or Twitter or whatever. You go on there, you know, it, it's no different than watching a TV show. So you watch a TV show and then they put three or four people on and they argue with each other and this and that. Well, why do you think they have a comment section under stuff? Is to get people engaged and, and you get the fighting going on and it gets people all fired up. And then they, you know, 
And I followed it I, years ago. I fell into that trap, you know, getting into there. Now I either ignore them. Like, on my on my social media, if I've blocked five people over what's it going on now, fifteen years or whatever it's been on two thousand seven, I think five people I may be blocked, and that's just because they were just psycho weirdos, not because they had a different opinion of me. I have people comment on my stuff all the time that have you know tell me I'm a crazy you know whatever and the majority of them don't but there are but i let them go mm-hmm. sunshine is the biggest disinfected you know the, you let people spew their stuff out they and, and you'll see where they come from and I'll, I'll i'll be you know i try to go the jesus approach you know how jesus would like you know people would ask him questions and then he would come back with you know his own question and they're like what the you know like <laughs> you know i try I, I don't try to engage in the fighting anymore i just well, maybe put my point out here, and if I even at all, because I, I really don't have time to, you know, or I don't have the mental capacity to get into that. When COVID hit, I, uh, it, it, when COVID hit is when it really hit me all this stuff, you know, um, and I was, you know, and, and those, the riots happened. Yeah. And we couldn't leave our houses. We couldn't go to church, you know, like uh, it was, it was, and I, you know, I had, my laptop here, my phone here, and my TV on, and I had live feeds from protesters in the, you know, thing, watching them throw Molotov cocktails on one. This one had another one where an ambulance was being stolen, running around, and and Fox News on this, and hours until three, four in the morning every day, and I was getting between the COVID crap and and the riot stuff and all the Trump this and this and that, it made me sick. I, I I almost got really sick physically because I was not taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and before it got to that point, it hit me. And I, and I had to say, I got to stop. I got to, you know, uh, you got to balance it. And if you just get absorbed and, and that's the thing, they don't, if you, if you watch most of these big wigs, uh, or news channels, or you watch even the Catholic news or commentators, you never hear the good stuff that's going mm-hmm. on in the church. You don't hear about, you know, uh, this person started this uh, ministry and helped 3,000 homeless people, or, you know, that's people, it's boring. That's not going to get you clicked. So it's designed to keep you engaged and to get you fired up and to keep you on there. And as soon as you realize that, Mm-hmm. It's okay. I'm not saying I'm not saying don't watch anything. You have to be informed. Mm-hmm. But my question you know, is, it's very hard to find a non-biased source. You know, uh, everybody, everything's going to be biased. It, it is. You're right because, like, it, you know, you're exactly. I, I'm a biased person. Yeah, and the no. only time I was talking to my brother. You know, I don't watch the news anymore. I don't watch any of it, and. I said, I believe in boots on the ground. I go there myself mm-hmm. and like you did at 9-11, you were there, boots on the ground at ground zero. If I want to know what happened at 9-11, I called Joe Huber. He was there, you know, and I don't I don't need to listen to a talking head. I talked to the people that were there or that's going through it. And, and uh, you know, it's sad that a lot of the talking heads and people, personalities on you know, these big YouTube channels or social media, whatever, they're parroting 
They're just regurgitating what they heard somebody bigger than them say, and they're saying it in their way. A lot of times there ain't a, a lick of truth to it. No, or, or there's kernels of truth, but it's not the whole truth. Like, I, 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 I'll I, listen to a couple, not crazy one way or the other, but I'll listen to or read. You know, if you're reading, uh, let's say, mag- uh, articles, you know, uh, news articles or whatever. I don't just read the first one and go with that. Yeah. I'll read a couple different sources. And, you know, it's kind of like when you were a cop and, and you know, somebody robbed a, a liquor store, right? And you go around canvassing the neighborhood, right? And you get seven different witness statements, right? Yeah. They're not all going to be the same. They're going to be from a different perspective, but you'll be able to piece together the whole story by listening to all you know, different ones and, and take out the stuff they had wrong. And, and you keep, it's the same thing with, with these opinion stuff or, or listen to a couple different things, read a couple different articles. And if they're all kind of the, the there's going to be parts of it that you're going to hear in each one of them and then make up your mind, you know, don't be reactionary. Like when, when something happens, I try not anymore uh, and, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm no saint, I, you know, <laughs> it's a working progress, but when I hear something about uh, the country or whatever, I hear something about this came down from the church or that, I won't comment or, or say nothing for a couple of days. I've learned because, to, to read before I listen to anything, mm-hmm. to read the whole document from front to end and read it in context that saves me a lot of trouble. You remember a couple of years ago where they had an interview of Pope Francis, which was an old interview where he made some statements about blessing civil unions between same sex. Well, I remember there was. Yeah, he was in Argentina and the whole church and all media hook, line and sinker ran with it, just ran with it. And it's I mean, just like they're doing now. Yeah. I remember being very unsettled by it. And uh, that was back before, that was back when I was kind of hard, hard right. And it was when I worked at EWTN or right afterwards. And I was uh, rattled and I made some bad statements about Pope Francis on my YouTube channel. I had to go back and delete them because I found out later that it was a hack job. Because one journalist, one journalist can break a story. And in the competition, 20 more were verbatim, verbatim wrong with that same story. And they'll say sources said, they're talking about big mouth over here. They'll run with it. Then everybody's running with that narrative. And it's a false narrative. But like a couple of weeks ago, when stuff come out about the blessings, a guy named Michael, I don't, I don't want to get his uh, last name, but, uh, oh, thank you. Uh, cat sales donation. Thank you so much. Elf. Oh, nice. Michael, um, Michael sent me a Vatican link from the from the head honcho on the sent it to me. I'm like, why is he sending me this link? This is early in the morning, right? Well, a couple hours later, around ten in the morning, because we're an hour behind here in Alabama, my phone just started popping like microwave popcorn about mm. the 
gay and say all I just erupted. And my little brother wrote me and said, This is fake news, right? Because he's learned. He's Baptist. But he's already learned after 10 years of me that usually the media's got it wrong. And so I said, probably let me check into it. So I then understood why they sent me the document. I went yeah. back, looked at the media before I turned on Fox or anything, and I read the entire document. Then I sent it to my brother, and he read the, the thing, and he says, I don't see anything there. I said, I don't either. There's nothing new. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not. I, then I turned on the news and saw the comments and the Marshall Taylors, Taylor Marshalls of the world, all them just spinning that thing. They didn't even read it. They didn't even, they could not have read it. If they read it, there's no way they read it. And like our friend Lindsay, and I'm saying her name, you know, Lindsay down there in Florida, she was all, and you know, Hollis, you know, Hollis Brown, he's been there before. <clears throat> they were just blowing up my phone about, oh, you didn't even read the damn thing. I had to tell them about 10 times, hush, put your phone down, go to your laptop and pull up the freaking document, take a deep breath and read it from the top to the bottom and you ain't going to have no problem with it. And well, I tell you. Kept on and on and on and on. I said, you still ain't read it, have you? Have you? Have you? Have you? No. I said, were well, you going to be mad? Go ahead. No, half the, half the time with stuff like that now, I don't even, I don't need to read it. Because unless it affects me, I, 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 I don't care. Now, if it's something I'm interested in, I want to know more about, if it's like, you know, because I want to have a debate or something about it, yeah, okay, I will. But it's not a priority and I'm not going to get super upset. Like I said, this whole thing that just came out recently with the, pastoral blessings and the confusion and this and that. And I, I'm not going to say that our Pope doesn't um, bring this on himself a lot because he does say crazy stuff sometimes about this and that. The media, you hear what the media wants you to hear. But, if but you again, whole thing, if, if you... Not crazy. Right. But, but some of it is a little, I mean, when... Uh, uh, climate change and, and other things that, in my well, opinion, head of state. He's the head of right. state. And he's a world. But I don't, but, but I, don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. You know, uh, those those theories. My point yeah. is, is a lot uh, other times. Now, I saw. I'll tell you a perfect example. Other times, he he, when he comes out with actual solid good stuff that's like got meat and, and is like legit it gets kind of put to the side because people don't uh, don't know you know either way to go and that's a topic for another conversation but here, here's the thing i had i had someone who uh, a good catholic okay and they saw i think it was last week or something where the pope says that the church is against um, surrogate pregnancies and you know IVF and vitro fertilization, and they're, and they're like, oh geez, oh now he's coming out against surrogate, uh, you know this and that, and I'm like, yeah, the Catholic Church has taught that forever that that's not allowed. That's not Pope Francis. <laughs> like he's actually right. Like you know, but because all this 
back and forth, people don't even realize that when he's doing uh, legit rightful teachings, that, yeah, maybe controversial to Protestants or uh, atheists or whatever in government and stuff, you know, just like we don't, we believe in the right to life. They think it's okay to kill babies, you know, same type of thing. That's really, that, you know, the breakdown is that's the news is covering it because that's like, oh, ah. but even our, even our own people in our own church don't even, you know, realize stuff either before they, before they start going running their mouths is what yeah. I'm saying. You know? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of Catholics that don't know their faith and they don't read the Bible. But I got to say, after being Protestant for 50 years, graduating from a seminary and being involved for years, we were no different. No yeah, different. Sure. You know, you got the fanatics up here on the, the kinds that watch preachers on YouTube and listen to podcasts. Then you got most of the church that don't. It's the same way on both sides. You know, if you go to... Yeah, I- out there, First Baptist Moody over here. Only fanatics read that stuff. It's not really fanatical. Well, okay, if this is too much for you, like I said, this 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 will this will take those either one of two things. You're gonna learn, like even if you, I I, I don't care if it says Catholic Catholicism for dummies, right? I don't care if you've been a scholar in the Catholic Church for fifty years. You're going to learn probably a few things out of this. Yeah. If you're, if you're just like me, who's really into it, but not that, you know, I, I, I didn't go to school, you know, uh, seminary and all that stuff. I knew a lot, but even the stuff that I knew, I learned more about, you know, and if you're new to the faith or you're a revert and you went, you know, like me went, you know, Catholic school, educate, you're going to learn and, 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 miss, and, and, take some of the myths out of, uh, you know, what you're reading stuff like that. And that's not the only, but there's, there's other good stuff, but stick with that kind of stuff. You know, you know, you don't need to, uh, be, what is it? The infil, what is it? Infil, infiltration. What is that one book? Uh, TM's got. Yeah. It's, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. You don't need to read that one. It's not important. Holes anyhow, it's been ripped to shreds by conservative theologians. Um, yeah. the dude, dude, the dude has been caught in so many. Li- when you lie on the on the on the Pope and put, I mean, absolutely on purpose, misrepresent it's slander. Yeah. And I don't know if you know Rob on Blue Collar Catholic. Have you ever watched him? Trying to think. You know, you know my problem is I I I love I I, I don't watch like. Uh, movies or like uh, soap operas or SBUs or anything like that. I, I watch documentaries and I watch, you know, shows like this, or I read, I don't read fiction. You know, I, I, I it's just, I feel like I waste my time, but the thing is, I, I, I absorb so much and I do so much and I am just terrible with names to begin with that I forget more. Than I, you know. uh, so here's a drug dealer in New Jersey. You know, a gangster and uh, Italian dude, and he's a revert. A revert. Uh, he became a fanatical evangelical, as he says, when he was in the Navy. Then, when he got out of the Navy, he got to arguing with some Catholics, and he was studying Catholic stuff just to get some ammo to defeat them. And he winds up being a Catholic apologist. But he's, you know, 
regular guy, but um, he did a thing where he he will take Paul Taylor's shows and go through everything Taylor Marshall said the Pope said, word for word, put it up there. Then he'll go through the transcript of what Pope Francis said. And it's so outrageous tweaking. And it's just, it'll make you want to tear your shirt up and, and go chew a tire in half. Because it's just, the dude is a liar. He's a liar. And he's got a lot of gullible knuckle draggers that are sending him five and 10 and $50 pops all day long. And, you know, just Google his net worth. If you want to see how profitable it is to trash a pulp. But it's, and a lot of people were deceived on that. I was deceived. I was watching the I, I used to watch him too, uh, you know, and I, and I, I will say that he's progressed over the years here. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't, as where he is now, he wasn't that way. He was great. Ago. He was and, good. But I saw that arc start to, and that's when I was like, he, this, that, you know, he was going a little too far. Yeah. I agreed with a lot of it, but some of the stuff, like you said, he was going a little too far with, with how he was going. And I'm not a set of Vaticanist. I'm not a, uh, 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 I may, I may think that Vatican II was, I personally think that Vatican II was a, was, a lot of issues and, and, and was messed up. And like I said, that's a conversation for another time. But I don't believe that the church ceased to exist after that and that every pope, if they're him, is not, you know, the, all that mumbo jumbo. So you lose me there. You know, you have me, but then when you go start getting to that point, then, then, then you've lost me. Same thing with the other way, you know with the lovey-dovey stuff. Yeah, you got me. That's good. But then when you start to get into other things, then, uh, you know, um, you, you lose me there too. I guess, uh, I mean, to kind of wrap this all up in, into a, uh, a big uh, bow here, but the average person, this is what I'm trying to get at. And when I, when I launch my channel, hopefully very soon, I'm in the process of this. This is not my, this is temporary. We're working on rearranging and stuff. But uh, yeah, I know. Um, but I'm I'm German OCD, so I gotta like have everything. Is ignore that stuff. Don't even listen to them. It's not worth your time. We, the average person, is working 40, 50 hours a week. If you have kids, you're taking them to brownies and baseball and basketball, CCD, altar serving. You know, then you gotta hit your Knights of Columbus meeting or your or your Bible study or whatever else, we don't have much time. So that time you do have free, don't waste it on talking heads and other, and other people. If, if, if you want to find it, try to find, you know, the good ones to listen to, but there are a ton of other books. There are thousands, you know, of saints out there whose stories are out there that you could read. I, the best thing coming back to the church was, realizing because when i was a kid i thought saints were almost like gods they were untouchable you know they were like mickey mantle you know like they're that you know like you know it's just like and they're almost not real but coming back and starting to read some of the stories and realize that you know they, they were just like me you know they, they were people who struggled 
Yeah, look, there's some crazy holy ones that were holy from the day where they were born, you know, and they were great. But there was also ones like me who were degenerates for a little while and gamblers and they were womenizers, they were whatever. And they had their, you know, road to Emmaus uh, moment and became some of the greatest saints, We, you know, some of the greatest saints people talk about don't realize that they had some really bad checkered pasts and yeah. they wanted to be some of the greatest people that we look up to. So read their stories. Every, you know, there's, there's tons of books out there. There are, I'm sure if you, if you got a good parish, you got a good pastor who's not nutty on one way or another, they're going to be able to recommend stuff for you, you know, and if you're not sure, ask them, you know, before you, and, and just don't let that stuff, you know, rot your brain and take up your time when we're already, you know, sometimes we feel guilty that we're not spending enough time for God. You know, we're not making enough time for him. Well, don't waste the time you do have doing, you know, listening to silly people or just basically empty, empty talk. Fill it with the stuff that will inspire you. You know, do your rosary. You know, don't don't let people tell you have to do a rosary every day or you're going to hell because that's actually, um, you know, that's that's wrong. You don't have as a Catholic, you don't even have to say the rosary. It's not a requirement. It's a private devotion. You know, I believe in it, you know, but you don't have to because that's, you know, people don't even realize that. But it's a it's a great meditational tool. If you if, if you can't think of something to do, well, you're going through the Bible right there a little bit. You're reflecting on Jesus and. You know, you're saying the prayers. And, and so there's so much stuff to do to, to to fill your time. And if you're doing your best and you're giving it all you got, you don't have to justify it to nobody. He knows what's in your heart. And it doesn't matter what anybody else's thinks. It, it really does. You know, you, and it's a hard thing to do. We're only human. You know, we got those feelings. We have pride. We have jealousy. We have self-consciousness. And those are totally normal, too. But we also have a thing called confession. And, you know, you screw up. And you know you screwed up and you're sorry. You can fix that. You know, it's, it's, it is the way it is. So don't, you know, don't sweat the petty stuff and don't pet the sweaty stuff, right? Isn't that huh. the, uh, the line there? So. You always say, Jojo. What's that? You always have something good and encouraging to say. That's why I like having you. Yeah, well, you know, well, then you could talk to the missus and she'll tell you that I talk too much. So, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. So, she'd, she'd rather have you do this. It gives her a break, right? <laughs> but yeah, like I was saying to you, you know, we were chatting this week and say, you know, I, when I launched my YouTube channel, this is kind of the, the, the theme that I want to go with, like everyday life, you know, uh, I think, who is it? Christophonic has, what is that? Uh, every, what is it? Everyday Catholic or um, something like that. Uh, so he stole that, that uh, title for me. So I got to think of something better, but um, I want like your channel and other guys, you know, who are around here who aren't, you know, have a million subscribers and everything else for us all to collaborate and to keep and work together to, you know, get that message out and you know i'm not in competition with anybody i you know i don't care you know if i if i wind up with 100 subscribers or 100,000 it won't matter to me mm -hmm. um but i i 
God gave me something and I feel like I'm wasting it sitting, being quiet. You know, uh, I don't have another platform right now to, to, to get my feelings out or my experience out. Just like with, with addicts, addicts, you know, the best way, best thing you do is help other addicts. You know, you get them through it. It's the same, it's the same type of philosophy. You know, don't waste. God allowed us to go through stuff. God allowed us to experience stuff to, for a reason. And it wasn't to, you know, sit at home and feel sorry for yourself about it. It's just to get out there and help other people, not either who went through it or help them not go through it themselves too. So, Well, I'm uh, Alex there from Arizona and AJ. There, you see those last two comments. They're really wanting, you know, when you get your channel, I'll be promoting it. Oh, you know, uh, Vanessa with that one Catholic girl. Is that who you're talking about? That one Catholic girl, a Hispanic girl. She's real popular. On YouTube. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, she's got. There's a couple. There's another one, Dina. She's, I think, does like a mom channel. There's, there's a yeah. bunch of. There's, there's a bunch of solid, solid, solid ones out there. I gave her her Facebook channel. Yeah, that's. that's I'm subscribed to what? What do you like? Like that on there, you know? Uh, too, you know. There's, there's a bunch of good people. And my problem is I like to write and I actually do better when I write because I can slow down and think because like I get nervous sometimes and I, and I don't know if I, I, you know, killed off a bunch of brain cells with the booze and I also have sleep apnea and they, you know, so who knows, but, um, but the problem is my mind works faster than my hands. So I wind up getting frustrated and it's just easier to just to, to hey. spew it out, you know? I'm the same way. One day, my mind yeah, and my mouth got sideways, and I was on here saying I was pro-choice, and I was—I meant to be saying pro-life, and I'm sitting there pro-choice, pro-choice, and I listened to the <laughs> man. I just, yeah, I, hey, the best. <laughs> Francisco Martinez, thank you for sharing. God bless y'all. Okay, JoJo, I'm going there to see what the wife. Well, uh, you get jammed up, you get jammed up again. Uh, let me know, and uh, you know, or or people, you know, people want have questions, and you know, they want us to talk about it again another time. You know, do I'll do that too. All right, buddy. I'll call you. Love you. Thank you, everybody. Right, God bless you. God love everybody out there. Thank you. We really appreciate it. All right, man. See you. Great weekend. Thank you. Bye. Bye.